Welcome to Maple Syrup Blood Money, a Riverdale podcast. I am your host, Noah Carden, and joining me, the ghoulies to my Southside Serpents, is... Kyle Cardi. Noah, this episode was a fucking mess. Yes, it was. Holy shit. They did a bad job, dog. Yeah, it's... <laughs> uh, so we're talking about uh, Riverdale Chapter 19, Death Proof, and it's... It's just all over the place. Yeah, it's it's fucking it's a fucking mess. I was live texting Noah because much like my Domino's pizza joke, uh, I hot fresh ready under fifteen minutes. Except it takes longer than fifteen minutes to watch the show. Uh-huh. So I am ready, and I did watch it, and my brain is working. And I was live texting Noah all of the shit, and we got the good idea that we should do like a like a live recording one episode, which could be funny. But I talk all the fucking time during this show because it's a mess. <laughs> um, but yeah, so this episode was terrible. It it was bad. Did a bad job, Riverdale. Yeah. All right, let's yeah. just dig into it. I am a bit pressed for time. Uh-huh. So without rushing it, what plot line? I feel like we should save Betty for last. So so there's basically there's there's three core plots. Yeah. Through this one, there's uh the serpent plot, there's um the black hood plot, and then there's sort of uh uh the the whole Nick St. Clair plot yeah the rape plot we can fucking call it what it is yeah yeah uh okay so real quick i guess we'll start with archie as a character summary uh so here's archie's character arc this episode archie's a fucking idiot and makes all the wrong choices the end like (laughs) yeah okay we've literally talked about archie he fucked up he's dumb he's an idiot um so what character do you want to talk about next uh, I guess we can take. It. Let's do um, Veronica and Cheryl, because all right, let's just get this ugliness out of the way. Yeah, let's let's get through this part. Actually, you know what? I do take it back, because um, Cheryl has two plots this episode, and one is a very terrible, poorly handled, ugly rape plot, um, and the other one is an absolutely delightful crayon drawing fueled plot. <laughs> So, so, alright. Yeah. Uh, so, rape plot. Um, I, I don't even want to fucking waste time on this one. Are you cool if we just gloss over this one as quickly as humanly possible? Yeah, basically, it's just, um, there's a bunch of contention between the St. Clairs and the Blossoms and the Lodges about pressing charges over Nick St. Clair trying to rape Cheryl. And Veronica. And yeah. So the St. Clairs give uh, everybody hush money and, mm. like, are still going to be in business with the the lodges for their soda sopa fucking project. Um, and then that's 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 cool. Um, well, in Cheryl's stuff, like, she talks in the, this part of Cheryl's storyline, she talks to her mom about not supporting her and... Always lying to her and siding with her fucking aggressor, her attempted rapist, um, yeah. slash rapist of other people. So, uh, 
Yeah, and then and then the the rape plot basically ends with the hush money getting burned and the lodges attempting to kill the St. Clairs. Just the all yeah. of them. Just every single one, which yeah, is cool. So, That's great. Because basically the lodges learn, because Veronica hadn't told them about Nick trying to, to rape her, and... Um, and then we she, saw what Hiram when, was going to do. When she when she comes clean, it's probably my favorite scene with Hiram so far, just because he's like looking straight at like the chessboard that they're playing with, and then he just kind of turns, not blinking, and looks yeah. at Veronica, and it's like, oh my it, god, this man is going to murder somebody <laughs> with his bare hands. His performance, I would describe as toothy, because he shows his yes. teeth like a dog a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, um, he did a very good job. Um, he did a very good job. And but, yeah, they, they totally caused a car crash with the St. Clairs. And and I do like how Veronica was like, oh, what a shame, Papa. Like <laughs> In her reading glasses again. She's so cute with those glasses on. But like, I do want to say that... I'm kind of okay. If this is the family chemistry that we're going to get consistently instead of, like, abusive, mentally and emotionally abusive spouse and daddy, I'm cool with that. If they just want to become, like, a fucking murder family of, like, like bad people, I'm down. I'm in on that. I think with with, um, Hiram letting Veronica into the, the study, into, like, the inner circle kind of deal... We're the, the, get study a lot more. A, the study is a metaphor for a murder club. Yeah, yeah, a murder family. The the family that slays together stays together. Tight, 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 tight. I am upset that Nicholas St. Clair did manage to thread the needle not once but twice and stay alive. So that means we are going to see him again, and that's a real bummer. That's a, a real bummer. Hey, um, um, could you... Hey, guys, Riverdale cast and crew, I know you're watching this because, of course, you are. Um, if you could just do what you did with that Archie's music teacher from last season and just really never address it again and just like, whoops, that was a, that was a mistake. We're never going to touch this again. Like, that'd be dope. Just just never come back to this plot line. Yeah, just never circle back. That'd be real, real tight of you. So uh, let's do... Um, yeah, so that was... Well, no, let's finish Cheryl's other really good storyline. So, uh, the other part is that... Um, well, I guess that ties into Betty. It does kind of tie into Betty. So, yeah, Betty let's, comes let's to... Yeah, up when Betty, yeah. So, so Betty, first of all, she goes to find uh, the St. Clair's not murdered. Which is, a, as I stated, a bummer. A bummer. Um... But the Black Hood's all like, I got to see the true Betty. He's not not. a son of Riverdale. It's like, oh, cool. So your justice has a specific geographic extension. Dope, 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 dope. Um, So, yeah. So then Betty doesn't do too much other than... uh, Get tortured, like, emotionally. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Yeah. She... She talks to Veronica. Yeah, she... Her and Veronica make up, um... Basically, uh, she kind of comes clean. To, by the end of the episode, she comes clean to everybody about like her whole dealings with the Black Hood. She didn't come clean to Juggo. Yeah, she did. No, she didn't. Yeah. Did she? Yeah. That's Maybe in like, was... the, the, the final Jug Hedalog, uh is um, they're hanging out again, and she tells them how she's... Uh, Oh, you just that... don't. It's just not on screen. It's like implied that after everything that they're. I may have just zoned out and gotten huffy that okay. um, that 
Nicholas St. Clair was still alive. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, but... Uh, so. There's not much other than, well, like, the Black Hood side other than... Uh, yeah, this this is a real fucking light episode in that literally nothing worthwhile happens. So, we, we learn about the Sugar Man. That's who the Black Hood wants next. Okay. Wants to find yeah. The name yeah. of the of the sugar man who is the supplier of Jingle Jangle, who is this is all I want to talk about, Noah. This is the, this is the only plotline that's good this episode, and not for the reasons it should be. So, Betty's like, "All right, I'll try and find the sugar man," which apparently, um, some bye bye man ass shit <laughs> with this guy. Don't think it. Don't say it. The sugar man. The pee pee poo poo man <laughs> returns. Um, yeah. So, fucking. Basically, Betty ropes Veronica into talking to Cheryl to find out who the Sugar Man is. Um, even though at the end Cheryl calls Betty because somehow I guess she just knew that Betty wanted to know who the Sugar Man was. Which, well, oh. no, um, uh, Betty goes to Cheryl. I thought Veronica did. No, so uh, Betty goes to Sheriff Keller and asks him. Asks him that's uh, right, that's right, who, that's right. Like, ask him about the Sugar Man, and Sheriff Kells, like, Sugar Man is Clifford Blossom, the Sugar Man, the Maple yeah. Man, you know, all this other stuff. But and then she talks to Veronica in that same scene. Yeah, she talks to Veronica. And explains everything uh, that's happening. And yeah. then I thought Veronica then went to no, Cheryl. You just watched the episode. Uh, Betty goes I'm to Cheryl. I'm a hot and ready pizza, I am aware. Like a Domino's <laughs> pizza, I'm not that good. <laughs> <laughs> Betty goes to Cheryl because Cheryl right explicitly on. says, my dear cousin, which, you know. Uh, oh, fuck, yeah, you're right. She was wearing that, like, bikini and, like, sunbathing, I guess. Well, I mean, which, wasn't it winter, like, a week ago? Yeah. Damn, that bitch dedicated to not getting a tan. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, so she goes talk to Cheryl, and Cheryl's like, yeah, of course I've heard of the sugar man. It's like a boogeyman that my mom used to tell me about. Yeah, doesn't your family have a sugar man? Like, isn't that like the tooth fairy? Like some sort of fucking goblin that steals away into your home? What are you talking about, Cheryl? Yeah. So Cheryl eventually goes to talk to her mother, who... Um, who has right, made a so, miraculous recovery. So this is my theory. Has one this is my theory glove. about, about yeah, please. Uh, Penelope and where Grandma uh, <gasps> Oh <went>. my god. <laughs> We've got a full liquid <laughs> ocelot situation going on. <laughs> it's the arm! Her, her creepy burned arm isn't actually burned. It's just an old person it's, arm. It's just old! <laughs> I, I was going to go with some lich phylactery shit, but man, you got that deep Metal Gear cut. Oh my god! So, so yeah. Um, that's my theory. She transposed her soul into Penelope as she yeah. burned. And, is and now that's slowly... how she regenerated so good. Yeah. Man, yeah, yeah. that's my theory now, too! <laughs> I was just gonna say she burned up and turned into ash with her brittle old bones! But, but damn! I was gonna say maybe she like moneyed her burns away because those third degree burns all over her body sure were a non-issue two weeks fucking later. <laughs> oh, also, man. Cheryl is like super not. It's like the writer of this Cheryl arc didn't watch the 
first episode of the season. Yeah. Like we haven't where, gotten like where any... is Cheryl suffocating her mom to get the Sugarman information? Where the fuck is that interrogation? That's what yeah. I want. Yeah, like what the fuck happened? Like, yeah, there, there's very little. I feel like the writers' room is not talking this season because yeah. each episode is just its own fucking monster. Yeah, it's it's been that, and there's been a lot of just like not following through with like plot lines and stuff. I'm cool with that with Nicholas St. Clair. I'm never gonna guff him for that. But like, yeah, there is definitely a lot of that this season, except for the plot lines that suck. Yeah. Um, um, so, so we, <laughs> we so we're, getting, out... we're getting to the most important scene. So Cheryl goes through a bunch of her old belongings. She finds a picture of her and Jason, and then she I finds. I fucking texted Noah. I, I'm look just so I can remember what the fuck I just watched. I'm like watching this. I'm like rereading the fucking texts that I uh-huh. sent Noah, uh-huh. and it was just like, where the fuck? Is it? So like, I'm like wondering if the pix- the sugar man is some sort of pixie or goblin, and then I literally fucking clairvoyantly I cast a divination spell and I texted Noah tell me there's a picture of the sugar man in this box and then just all caps fuck me it's a crayon drawing fuck me to death <laughs> yeah so she pulls out this this folded piece of paper that is like a crayon drawing of her and Jason when they're like their kids and then in like front of a house whole- on a grassy field I cannot stress how important this picture is to me <laughs> There's I want two people framed. in the way, way back next to the house. And it's then, mommy and daddy. And then there's a tall man in, like, a multicolored sweater or something like that. And it just says, the sugar man. And he's got, like, a bag that says sugar he's, on it. He's got a fucking cookie crisp burglar bag of sugar money. Like, what the fuck? This is, like, a horror movie trope. Yeah. This yeah. season is trying to be a horror movie. It's trying to be Scream, the MTV original television series. And it's... It's not... Where's the ghosts? Is my yeah. question. I'm still, I'm still convinced You had the horror movie set up. The Sugar Man? No. Because well, uh... he's about to be a fucking ghost. <laughs> the Black Hood. I oh. Okay, so watching... watching Dark like, Betty. I'm still the, convinced. Uh, the initial trailers for this season, I thought the Sugar Man was going to be, like, a bigger plot line. Like, I thought the Black Hood was going to be the Sugar Man. But this episode oh, totally sh- doesn't sh- do that. The heater in my room just turned on. I forgot. I turned it on for the first time last night. I have to go turn it off. Talk, Noah, talk! So, yeah, I was I was really disappointed that the Sugar Man is basically introduced and wrapped up in this one episode. It's really not... Great. It, it was abrupt. Most deaf. Most deaf. It was abrupt. Uh, but yeah, so Cheryl, she finds the photo, and then she eventually uh, confronts her mother both about uh, the hush money and yep. the bi- uh, the bi- <laughs> the bye bye man. <laughs> the fucking pee pee poo poo man. Okay, and I do need to stress. That the best shot in this entire fucking episode is this scene when it opens. There's like no establishing shot to tell us where we are except for a woman hitting an egg with a tiny, tiny (laughs) mallet. Which like, I was like, oh, okay, we're in Thornhill. Like, I know exactly where we are because of course this is them. (laughs) Penelope has like the the Luke Skywalker leather glove, single leather glove going on. (laughs) Yeah, but like, so... 
from the top right of the fucking frame in this egg mallet shot, the fucking crayon drawing slowly slides on in like a fucking baseball player trying to steal second and just like is like then all of a sudden basically the whole frame next to this tiny mallet and i fucking lost it i had to rewind it like five times it's so, so good so she she um she finds cheryl finds the the check that the for the hush money. She basically holds it as ransom for finding out the name of the sugar man because Penelope totally knows. And eventually when uh, Penelope, Penelope like breaks down and tells her um, they're in like a den and she's in front of a fireplace and they talk and they talk it out and everything. But there's a, there's a shot from far back where you see both Penelope and Cheryl in the same frame and the fireplace, and above the fireplace is no shit, a framed painting of the nightmare. Which is... No, the... there's not. Is there? Yes. Yes. I was Towards so busy end... looking at that fire, hoping Shadow would push her mom in there. Push her, push her mom right grandma in there. Right above the mantelpiece is the nightmare, so it's the woman, like, like on the bed with, like, mm-hmm. the little goblin the sitting little on goblin. her chest. And then the creepy-ass horse in the corner. I'm telling you, man, the goblin theme is strong this episode. Yeah. It's all about those playful, rambunctious sprites. Also, this this episode, like, I know it's been a thing in, like, the entire season, but this is, like, the first episode where I really noticed how much fucking smoke is in all of these rooms that they come oh, yeah. into. Everything's misty. Misty for days. Mainly when they go to the scene where it's all the parents together with the kids. Yeah, let's... So we have covered the good part. So they find out who the Sugar Man is. They fucking... It's the it's Jughead's teacher. And, you know, Betty taunts the serial killer again. Which is fine. It's framed really well. It was a very cool shot. The way they did the blinds and the face separation. <laughs> Thought that was really cool. And then I guess the, the fucking Black Hood's a cop. Because he's in the he's in the holding cell and he just executes him. Yeah. So there's that's there's, fine, but like I, I sent you, you just link, ha- yeah. I sent you a link to some art to an article about like theories about who the Black Hood is. Dark Betty. I mean, if that's not the only theory on that list, then it's <laughs> it's a wrong list. Yeah. Just um, come so there's been a lot of like the the top two contenders right now are Hal and Sheriff Keller. Hal Blossom. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I oh. could see. I could see Sheriff Blossom, not Sheriff Blossom. Sheriff Keller. No, Sheriff Keller. Uh, How we already got his dark sin, and in Riverdale, the writers are, like, never going to let us have anything that's, like, good and pure, so obviously it's going to be him. Oh, yeah. Like, like if if I had to actually genuinely paint a target on somebody, it is him, and I have been genuinely thinking about that for a while. Yeah. But, like, it's Dark Betty. If it's if they fucking take the only good dad on this fucking show from me, I'm gonna lose it. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. yeah the, so the, the, the black hood dies. Wait, the no. The, sugar the, man. The, the sugar. Black hood you, kills the sugar man. Can you really kill the sugar man though? Is, Apparently is not, not, because there's been multiple sugar men. Penelope explicitly talked about how there have been more than one sugar man. It's like a title that get passed down like yeah, it's fucking it, it's fucking Doomfist. <laughs> yeah, 
Um, so, Juggies. Juggies arc. So, Juggies' whole plotline this episode is basically um, a drag race to try and get the ghoulies from taking over the Southside Serpents. Kevin does have a very good zinger. Not really a fan of RuPaul. He's kind of a problematic boy, but um, I do love Kevin's. This isn't the drag race I thought I would be at. Yeah, like jab. That was that was delightful. Bless you, Kevin. You you only got about two lines this episode, but they're both good. Uh, Benedict Betty. Benedict Betty, yeah. uh, which is probably this week's title. Uh, Unless probably. you have a better one. Uh, I'll, I'll go through it and, and No, fuck it. this. Fucking just put in asterisks like an old fucking AIM chat room. Put in <laughs> asterisks, crayon drawing of Sugar Man slowly sliding in frame. <laughs> like, that's the fucking episode title. <laughs> okay. Okay, I, I will do that for you. Holy shit, we're losing the plot with this fucking podcast. Oh my. I know we are. Jesus Christ. Thank um, you for all of our listeners who have been sending in uh, the feedback. Yeah, feedback. thank you so much. Yeah. Sorry this one's a little short. Um, I mean, they're all going to continue to be shorter than last season, but like this one in particular, I, I know that it's going to be shorter than usual. I do apologize in advance. Yeah. Um, Jughead's arc. So Jughead um, is a mess. Is just the is the fucking least sensical thing in this episode, which is saying a lot. Crayon drawing. <laughs> so there's the immediate back down of him and Tony hooking up. Yeah, uh, fucking. This show really loves telling us whether or not these children fucked, <laughs> like, got the icky sticky, like. It was just, what the fuck was her phrase like? Oh, like except for the PG thirteen grope fest. Yeah, like, yeah. Okay, like that's grosser than if you just didn't say anything. <laughs> oh god, the scene with the fucking crayon just popped up on my screen. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it delightful? I also like she has like these little bits of bread next to her egg that just look like sponges. <laughs> Oh, also, Noah, I know I know that I did make a demand about two weeks ago. That was the fucking... The, 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 Twitter exactly. banner, the Twitter banner did have to be the shirtless boy army until I found something better. Well, hey, Noah. <laughs> All right, I, I'm on I it. I did find something better. I, I am on it. Okay, Thank so you. really, we have to get through Jughead's, Jughead's plot because we're, we're just losing it. Fuck so, me. Uh, Tony is like, hey, you're still really into Betty, and this isn't going to happen. Besides, I prefer girls anyway. So, yeah, like, womp, I would have been content if it was just like, I'm nobody's rebound girl, which is like, good for you, Tony. You don't got to take no shit. You're fucking your own fierce woman. But then they did also have to let us know that she was bisexual. And, like, I guess that's okay. She is a child, though. Yeah. But, sure, that's fine. Like... I don't really want to comment on that because that's kind of a gross thing to comment on as a dude. But, like, I'm glad that she's living her best life. Yeah. She's chasing her bliss. She's um, chasing her bl- also, I think she is the only confirmed bisexual character we have. Yes. Uh, okay. Well, Moose, kind of. Yeah, yeah, he is in the closet. But, like, he, he's definitely somewhere on the spectrum from, from gay to straight. He's somewhere. Yeah. He might not be smack dab in the middle. <laughs> let's, let's just not talk about the drag race. <laughs> yeah, can we just talk about all the horny students? Can we talk about the drag race, Noah? No, fuck that. Let's talk about the the scene that we keep glossing over, which is this, like, fucking 
family powwow get together of like everyone getting grilled and like blaming the kids that one of them almost got raped. So this is parenting. There's a scene where all of the parents, except for like Jughead, uh, get together along with their kids, and it's just a big old pile of, of negative parent points. It's just everyone's getting that, everyone's PP is getting smaller by the second. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's still funny. I still, I still <laughs> find it funny. So, uh, yeah, basically. They get everybody together in the smoky room in... Yeah, someone the, fucking had a spliff in there. That's all I'm going to say. That shit was... That was a hot box. In the, the Cooper household. And, like, the mayor is there. I did the not notice that she there. was there for a while. I saw Josie was there. And then the mayor was there. And I forgot Josie was there. And I was like, why the fuck is the mayor here? And then I went, oh, right. That's Josie's mom. Yeah. Yeah. And Veronica totally blows the lid on, like, Josie... Uh, doing some of that jingle jangle. Um, yeah, way to fucking narc. Who narked? Uh, I bet it was the rapist. Yeah, probably. I bet the rapist narked. Somebody, somebody definitely narked. But yeah, like someone Reggie is there and gets like his mom like hits him and his mom is his mom is fine. <laughs> Damn Reggie and Reggie fine too. But where do you think he got his good looks from? It's shit, clearly. Um, um, there's totally, like, a thing, like, later when they're, all the kids are cleaning up, uh, Pickens Park, uh, because they have to do community service, because they're all doing Jingle Jangle, and, like, the mayor goes off the handle, is like, we're gonna arrest all the children are gonna go to a school and arrest children! <laughs> like, also, you have nothing on them? That's just police harassment? Yeah. And, like, I think that maybe... Josie's mom, who I don't remember the first name of. Hey, Josie's mom, wasn't your whole last season arc all about, like, the injustices of the system against oppressed people and having to, like, work twice as hard to fucking combat that? Yeah, hey, but they're your poor, fucking so privilege fuck is showing, bitch. <laughs> yeah, but they're poor, so fuck. Yeah, fuck poor people. Um, um. So they arrest a bunch of kids, and Archie's there. Archie shows up to, to grab Jughead. And Who's not like, wearing... I asked Noah, why the fuck would they arrest Jughead? He, and Noah's like, oh, because he joined the gang last night. And I was like, he's not wearing a jacket. And there's no fucking way they know that. Well, they're just arresting all the children, apparently. Because all the children I are saw gang them arrest, members. They just wanted to have Jughead pressed up against a fucking glass pane and looking at the girl that I guess he fondled last night. <laughs> Get arrested. Well, let's just use their nomenclature. They had a PG-13 grope fest. God, please stop saying that. <laughs> PG-13 grope fest? Okay. Um, but yeah, they really just wanted to have that drama for some reason. A jughead would have been fine. Yeah. I'm sure. Like, no. they just really wanted to have that one specific shot, which, like, is not a good reason to have that happen. Yeah. So, eventually, the... It's... The uh, the serpents and the ghoulies have to like decide if they're going to join together because a bunch the of ghoulies. their members just got arrested and everything. Um, this is the first time we like see a ghoulie, to my knowledge, outside of like the first like lunch table Mean Girls esque walk. Yeah, that pretty much. Fucking Roxanne Ruby fucking gave Juggy. They 
Also, Skeet Ulrich does describe them as fops, which is delightful. Yes. Um, but uh, they're just like, they're just, they like to wear skull patterns that they bought at AC Moore or Joanne Fabrics. <laughs> and, and like loose robes. And loose robes. And they just really like styling their hair and having yucko thin mustaches. Yeah. Because, like, the racer had a yucko-thin mustache in addition to Captain Fuckboy in the robe. Those are the same people. That was the same guy? Yeah, it was Malachi both times. His hair was very different the other time. I did not realize that was the same human being. Okay, so... I'm bad uh, at this show. (laughs) Jughead is like, no, we're not going to join. Like, they're drug dealers. They're the ones that are selling Jingle Jangle to everybody. Also, yeah, he does describe Jingle Jangle as, like, a thing that's killing people. Has anyone OD'd on Jingle Jangle? It just seems like a fun party drug. um, It seems like a salvia. Yeah, I don't think it... I mean, Moose almost died because he did Jingle Jangle, but that's because somebody shot him. No, yeah, I don't think the Jingle Jangle was so much the issue as it was all the bullets in him. So, uh... Jughead's like, nah, fuck this. Uh, and he goes to his dad and is like, how do we how do we stop this? And um, Dad says, Has a, have a sweet drag race. Yeah. That's like, uh, you gotta get the Riverdale drift going. Yeah, and, fucking Fast and the Furious them. Yes. And he's like, alright, cool. Cool, and Dad. I do. did wonder, I did wonder whose car they were gonna use. But of it was Reggie. It was yeah. Reggie's, which now makes me realize the only reason they had Ethel Muggs get chased was to establish that Reggie had a car. Reggie has a sweet friggin' like seventy-one yeah. Chevelle or Camaro or something. That was the only reason they had that scene. I now realize yeah. was to establish this drag race, which I mean, I guess shows that maybe they're talking to each other, but probably not good enough. Hey, does Reggie have a car? Yeah, he's got a sweet uh, ride. Yeah, I guess. We sort of had him walking in the middle of the street to find the criminal, but we can put him in a car in the middle of the street. That's fine. Uh, <laughs> that also, sports has to be in the middle of the street in a car. Do need uh, to note that somehow, I think it was Betty running this week. Uh, she was running on the sidewalk instead of in the middle of the street. I guess that people only use sidewalks when they're panicked. Yeah. In Riverdale. So, um, they fix up, uh, Reggie's car, which is basically just includes a scene of Jughead in, like, an auto, like, repair shirt for some reason. And Even though he's not doing shit, and Betty's no. really the only one who knows how, how to car. Yeah. Um, Betty's... also, do any of these kids know how to drive? I did, I did feel like we did never talk about that. Uh, Reggie technically knows how to drive because he owns a car, but... Yeah, did Reggie drive the car, though? Because I don't think Jughead owns a car or even has a license or ever I mean, learned how to drive a manual. <laughs> I guess. I don't... Like, Gotta... I think I think probably Betty and Reggie are probably the best drivers. I mean, in, Betty like, is the, the best cat. driver by far. Betty has yeah. a D12 in driving and yeah. also mechanics. Um, uh, Betty wears like, like some I, cute overalls as she's fixing the car, and then she, they have a, a talk about um, their relationship. And Jughead is just mad the entire time. It was nice to see the throwback to uh, the throwaway line from last season that Hal said about how Betty always helped with the cars, and like yeah. that was one of their bonding things. It was that does show some really good hindsight 
and like uh, reference. So mm-hmm. that was great. Uh, kudos for that one because that's, I was like, "How the fuck does Betty know how to do this?" And then I went, "Oh, duh! It's established." That's that's been a big thing in like the new Riverdale comics. Um, Is that she's a new, mechanic? Yeah, that she knows how to fix cars because she's constantly fixing fixing Archie's like jalopy in in the newer comics. I don't know if that's been oh. in the older ones, but anyway. So they go to the race. Um, and where they, got, they decided like, to plan. They decided to change Malachi's hair for some reason and make me completely forget that it was the same person. I just thought they liked mustaches. Um, <laughs> uh, so they, they go to race. Um, Cheryl calls Tony Cha-Cha, which we thought was kind of racist until we learned yeah. that, that was a, a, a female yeah. drag racer. I was like, that's not a great look. So they, they, go, they go to do the racing good. and um, They sure do. And then Archie uses the handbrake on the car when they approach no man's cliff and uh the car stops and the car then... stops they okay start... actually pause it no we've glossed over a very important detail a uh, skeeter ulrich did fucking say that um they do like to drive hearses hey you know what I feel like the ergonomic design of a hearse is best suited for. You know why they made hearses the shape and length they are? Because they're real aerodynamic and they can drive real fast, even when souped up. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? It's so fucking round. It's it's not a good race car. It's so fucking poor. It's so not designed to be a race car. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's like the old hot rods and stuff. Like, it's hearses and other, like, older style, like, hot rods and stuff like that. Homie, that was a hearse. We know this. Yeah. Um, Um, They could fit the Sugar Man's dead, dead body in there. They could. They could. uh, But, um, Uh, so they race. Archie pumps the handbrake. The hearse hurdles forward into oblivion and then gets arrested by the police. Which uh, Archie had called Sheriff Keller about the race, or that they were going to be at this location. Remember when we said Archie is just a fucking idiot? Yeah, so instead of, like, holding up to the deal that the the serpents and the ghoulies had made, instead the police interfere, which then means Archie starts a gang war. Basically, yeah, because the... The ghoulies are going to be in jail for, like, a little while. Two of them. Once they get back out. Yeah, two of them. About two of them. Yeah, the leaders are going to be in jail for, like, a little while. And then, like, when they get out, they're, of course, going to come for revenge. So, great job, Archie. You, Good job, you Archie. Blew. I mean, like, also, I do want to touch on this arc. Uh, Mayor McCoy wants to get rid of Jingle Jangle. Hey, Mayor McCoy, Sheriff Keller, did you forget there's a serial killer loose in the town? He hasn't killed anybody in, like, a couple weeks. I wonder what's up with that. Yeah, still... You know when the Zodiac Killer stopped killing people for two weeks and they were like, I guess Zodiac Killer's gone. Pack it up, boyos. Yeah. Like, remember when the police in in Los Angeles and California did that? No, they didn't do that, actually, because there was a serial killer on the loose, Noah. Yeah. Uh, I I am saying uh, Sheriff Keller is the Black Hood. I'm saying Mayor McCoy is the Black Hood's accomplice. I think it could be multiple people, honestly. I think it's the librarian. I think we've got a hot fuzz situation on our hand. Oh, nice. Um, That is basically the episode. Archie starts a gang war. Um, 
And then the fucking... The Lodges cause a car accident, which... There is a, a brief moment where, like, Archie's talking to his dad, and, like... He takes some pills. Takes, he takes some pills for some reason, which I assume is just, like, a getting Pain shot medication. pills. Yeah, like, I assume it... <laughs> <laughs> but they, Fuck they, off. They focus on it for a second, so, like, yeah. I don't know if that's going to come into play later. Well, he probably now has an opiate addiction, um, yeah. because... Like, that's what happens when you start taking painkillers, I guess. Um, yeah, so I'm sure we'll get to learn a lot. We'll have a second drug arc pretty soon, which that'll just be the delight, I'm sure. Um, yeah. This season... This season has a lot of peaks and valleys in all of its episodes. Like, some of the good shit is unbelievably good. Like, it is pure, uncut, jingle-jangle quality. And the rest of it is, like, some Reggie-quality garbage. Now, Noah, Reggie is, like, street-grade weed. Right. So, I, I not, that. not I the, would, I not the you Asian bully. Okay, I know. I know. I'm, I'm, Paul, I'm saving you from that one. Not the Asian bully with the hot mom. Yes. It's it's boring-ass weed. Did I talk um, about how Reggie and Josie are, like, making eyes at each other, like, the entire episode? I did not think... When Reggie was like, man, we were about to get somewhere with this. We were doing something. I was like, shut the fuck up, Reggie. But then Josie did, did throw an over-the-shoulder, up-down, lick-bite-lip glance at him. And, yeah, okay, Reggie, I guess you were right. Yeah. I would hate fuck Reggie. Good like, to know. I understand where Josie is coming from. I would not in like I would not want to be in a relationship with Reggie, but I would fuck Reggie. So, if you want to tell us which If you would fuck Reggie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Today's um, poll, would you bone down on Reggie? Uh let us know on Twitter at Maple and Blood, all spelled out, all one word. Uh, you can email us at what email address, Kyle? Uh, well, that would be mapleandblood at gmail.com. Uh, Facebook.com slash mapleandblood. Mm-hmm. Mapleandblood.tumblr.com. Mapleandblood.podbean.com. Right? Or is it podbean.com slash mapleandblood? Uh, mapleandblood.podbean.com. Nailed then, it. Got it uh, first try. Mapleandblood.wordpress.com is our other website, which I have not updated in a while. Um, Noah, so. you have one job on this podcast. It is sit down, talk with me, and then manage the fucking account. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. Um, probably, obviously, like the best place to get in touch with us is the email and the uh, Twitter. Twitter, because those are things that I can look up at, at like any time. So those yeah. are preferred, but let us know what you are thinking on any of the websites. Um yeah, uh, leave um, us thanks. reviews on like iTunes or whatever you listen to this and can review it. Um, yeah, that'll help. Uh, thank you to those of you who have reached out to speak to us, uh, mm-hmm. like Anime Daydreams. That's at Anime underscore Daydreams at Twitter. <laughs> uh, thank you for giving us that feedback. It's very very valuable to us. Mm-hmm. Um, beyond that, I got nothing. I am nervous for the next few episodes mostly because i doubt they will include crayon drawings so um, and there's still no ghosts so i think next week is actually a week off oh Uh, we get to take a break uh if you want to there's i'm looking at the release schedule for episodes right now and the next episode is november 29th which is chapter 20 tales from the dark side oh fuck yeah 
bring me that Crypt Keeper Daddy. So I think we've got uh, a week off. So if you want to talk about something else next week, we can. Um, we can kind of figure that out off yeah. air. You may or may not hear from us next week is what's important. Yeah, so it's, like, it's, don't don't freak if if we ain't here. Yeah, it's Thanksgiving and Black Friday and all that stuff. So. It's going to be a wild fucking week is what we're saying. So you know what? I'm going to say yeah. it. Enjoy your Thanksgiving. For those of you who are listening that celebrate Thanksgiving, uh, we'll see you in two. Yeah. I'm yeah. calling it because my next week is fucking chaos because Black Friday and Cyber Monday are going to destroy me. Yeah. Yeah. Same um, here. Yeah. So, working, uh, working in that industry is terrible. Yes, it um, is. See ya. See ya in two, friends. Um, so, for Maple and Maple Syrup Blood Money, ooh, um, yeah. I have been your poorly drawn crayon. No! Host. No! No! Cartons. No! I have been your poorly drawn crayon host, Kyle Carney. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening.